Blog Talk Radio. Stevie B's Media Production is a part of the Shellcaster Network. The proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ by members of the Churches of Christ. With your host, Stevie R. Butler. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. 
Good evening. We are around the world listening to this radio broadcast. Stevie B's Media Production presents What a Word from the Lord radio show. I'm your host this evening, Stevie R. Butler. And this radio show is being broadcast from Stevie B Media Production at the Carolina Studio in the great state of North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just grateful for the privilege to bring you a program where we as Christians and members of the Churches of Christ can share our faith and preach and teach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ on a weekly basis. If you'd like to contact us while we're on the air this evening, just give us a call to the live show at 713-955-0508, or you can go to the Blog Talk Radio website and listen to the show live there. You will find this show on page three of that website. There are over 90 pages on that website, 1,700 shows that are live at this hour on Blog Talk Radio, and you will find this show on page three. Now, that's when it was on page three when I just looked at it. But once I went on the air, they probably moved up the pages two or one. That's normally how they do it. But isn't that just a blessing? Oh, yes, it is. If you have any questions or comments for any of my guests on this radio broadcast or for my co-host, you can send your emails to my new email address, butlersteve1009 at yahoo.com, or you can call Stevie B Media Production at the Carolina Studio at 910-491-6405. Now, again, this program is brought to you by members of the Churches of Christ, and if you need any assistance in locating a congregation in your area, please feel free to contact us. Now, folks, we have a special edition on this fourth Tuesday of the month. My co-host, Kelly Fletcher, she serves with the Livingstone Church of Christ there in Indianapolis, Indiana, and she will be hosting her show, The Kelly Fletcher Show, with her special guest on the show this evening. So, Kelly, take it away. Enjoy your listening experience. This is Terry Jackson, and you're listening to a talk with my sisters on What a Word from the Lord radio show. Good evening, everyone, and happy Tuesday. My name is Kelly, and you're listening to The Kelly Fletcher Show on What a Word from the Lord radio show. Um, If you have any questions during the show, please feel free to send me a message on Facebook, or you can send an email to butlersteve1009 at yahoo.com. So tonight, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time with – with uh, the introduction, um, because we we have a lot to cover tonight, and so I really want to get into it. But we will be talking about the things I wish my mother had told me. Now, I do want to preface this before we get started by saying this is no slight or disrespect to our mothers. Uh, we understand and we know that they taught us you know, the, the the best they knew how. They taught us what they knew, and if they had learned more, they would have taught us that with a quickness. So, and they would have definitely shared that knowledge. So I just want to make sure I preface that by saying that uh, this is definitely no disrespect to our mothers. But having said that, I know, and there are others that shared, that there are things that we wish we had known Uh, at an early age. Unfortunately, these are things that we did not find out or figure out until life happened. So before we get into this exciting discussion, I know Alita's excited as well. I'm going to ask her to please introduce herself, and then we'll go ahead and get started with our uh, topics. Alita, can you introduce yourself, please? Well, hello, everybody. It's Olita Reed. I don't know what you want me to share, Kelly. I could take up the whole show just telling you about myself. But, no, I live here in Fort Worth, Texas. (laughs) I'll give you a little bit. I live here in Fort Worth, Texas, and um, I have two two college-age students. I always tell everybody I pride myself on being an empty nester. Uh, I'm not so empty nestering now because they're home for the summer, but I'm looking forward to August when they go back to school. I've been married for 23 years this year, um, and I'm just excited to be here. I'm not going to waste a lot of time on my introduction either because I'm really excited about the topic tonight. So thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Um, So I know that we have um, a few people, or or I'll say a, a, a few ladies sent in, their thoughts or things that they wish their mother had taught them 
or told them when they were younger. And so I appreciate you kind of putting them into categories for us tonight. So those categories are uh, femininity, education and finances, self-love, relationships, and life changes. So mm-hmm. my sister here has put a lot of <laughs> a lot of information, but it's good information. So we're going to try to um, get to all of it tonight, if possible. Uh, so the first thing that we want to start with is femininity. And mm-hmm. um, uh, one young lady mentioned that she wished her mother had taught her how to be uh, feminine. Mm-hmm. And that you had mentioned and and that were talked about, uh, one of the first things was allowing ourselves not to be strong all the time. And in parentheses, you put masculine energy. Do you want to talk about that and touch on that a little bit? So I was sitting here thinking on that. um, I don't know if it comes from a lot of uh, women being raised in single family homes, you know, where they have to see mm-hmm. their mom wear the hat of both the mom and the dad. You know, I, I can't say where it comes from, but I have noticed even in my generation, uh a lot of masculine energy. Just feeling like yeah. you just have to carry the load and uh even almost lightly aggressive at times, you know, um yeah. maybe yeah anger from from men i don't know what it is but i think we're living in an era now where we're kind of giving ourselves permission to be fluffy and to be vulnerable yeah. you know and to allow men to have you know the charisma we for a long time i remember when i first uh, got married i heard a lot of people a lot of my friends and my peers say well i don't need a man and and I know mm. that we, we are definitely, I don't know if you know, Kelly, but black women right now are leading the way in education in America. I'm talking about even no, more didn't. so than white men. Like, yeah, black yeah. men, black women are getting their education. And I understand financially we may no longer be like our grandparents, our grandmother, who had to stay with a man because she worked, she stayed home with the kids and stuff. So I get that financially we don't, but we actually, God would have put us down here by ourselves. If we right. <laughs> didn't need a man, right. you know, we need each other. <laughs> so just learn right. how to. And and then up to it, I think it also comes the femininity part also comes from just being hurt in the past and not allowing ourselves yeah. to be a woman. You know, feeling like we have to protect ourselves and at all costs. I get that, but we definitely need to display, you know, just that softer side. You know, more yes. more than not. You know. Agreed. And it's like you Mm -hmm. said, um, I think women uh, have done things so long on their own, especially, I'll say, single mothers. And so Mm -hmm. it it may feel a little odd to let a man in who is not only willing, that's willing, and he wants to give that relief, and he wants to help Mm -hmm. carry the load. But then it, you know, it's like if he's not carrying it right, it's like move. You ain't, you're not carrying my I'll load right. You know, it's, yeah. it's like let it. You know, I had to take let, myself let in my help. marriage even early on. Yeah, I'm sorry to mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, go right ahead. Go right ahead. I was gonna say I had to take myself in my marriage early on mm-hmm. because of that same thing. It was like. Well, for one, I've always been, uh, I'm not going to say aggressive. What word do I want to say? You know, <laughs> I've always been like, I'll do it. You know, I, I can yeah. do it on my own or, you know, I've, I've always taken the lead, you know. And so yeah. learning how to take a back seat or allow my husband to lead, who my husband is really a laid back guy. So at mm-hmm. first he was like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I got it, you know. So learning to just. Be cool and let the man be the man, so to speak. You know, that was right. something I, I realized where, I, you know, I messed, I kind of fumbled the ball there big time. But now I'd be like, you can have it. <laughs> you can have it. I know. Uh, I, I, you know, you hear that comment that chivalry is dead, and it's yeah. not. Uh, but I mm-hmm. think that as women, we can put a halt to it 
because in our, uh, our, our mindset is, like you said, I can do it by myself or I don't need you to mm-hmm. do it for me. And I thought mm-hmm. about that and I was like, it's not a matter of need, but, yeah. and you mentioned this, too, let him be the man that he is and, and mm-hmm. stop taking it from him. Let right. let him open that door. Let him take out that trash. Let him, you know, do the dishes or, you know, let him help carry that, that load. Mm-hmm. And don't don't strip that from him. And I think so, too, uh, in, in all honesty, Kelly, in all mm-hmm. honesty, in a in a woman's defense, um, yeah. sometimes we will we will and and allow and let are not really the words I want to use there either because yes, I mean we don't yeah. need to allow them, but we will move out the way and and give them that that you know lead. And I think one of our problems is it's all about vulnerability and trust. Yeah. When they break Agreed. our trust in that way, it's so easy to switch over and say, you know what, I let you do it, I, you know, and you messed it up, so I'll do it. I'll mm-hmm. have the masculine energy and the feminine when you deserve it or when I feel yeah. like it. And, and that's just something that I think as as a people uh, – yeah, we need to get straightened out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Now, one other thing um, that was mentioned here was education and mm-hmm. and finances, um, mm-hmm. and wishing that our mothers had taught us more about the importance of of education the the mm-hmm. importance of money management, um, investing. Um, so if if you could maybe talk about that a little bit, like the importance of education and, and what that adds to adds to us. Okay. So first of all, I do want to also tell you, Kelly, thank you for prefacing our conversation to um, about. What our what we wish our mothers had told us. Thanks for prefacing that with this is not an attack on our mother. And Amen. we talked about Amen. this the other day. I do truly give my mother grace, and I give right. my grandmother grace because as right. you look down the line, if you were blessed enough to uh, have a grandmother, or a mother, or grandmother, great grandmother, I think we can all look back and see how our families, our generations, evolved mm-hmm. as. Uh, as time went on. So I think that my mother did better than her mother, and I'm sure her mother did better than her mother. So I'm, I'm so glad right. you said that. Um, some of the things yeah. and issues that I bring up today are not because my personally my mother didn't tell me. It could be something that I've seen in, in my peers or things that maybe I didn't do with my daughter. But right. that's where our grace comes in. When we learn better, we do better, right? That's so in terms right. of the education of Education and finances, I think my as I was growing up, I just knew that I, did, I couldn't bring these and this home. There was no real uh, rally, so to speak, uh, that as to why education was important. I just knew that I could not bring these or F home, and if I did, there was a consequence. Go down to mm-hmm. the schoolhouse and act like you got some sense, you know. Uh, but right. in looking at education and looking back throughout the years, the reason why I nailed it, nailed it in my daughter's head, because I do believe that education allows one to be a little more well-rounded. Uh, it allows mm-hmm. it allows us to have conversations that we may otherwise not have sit at tables where we may not otherwise sit at. You know, having right. a, a, a thing, you know, having an expertise, I think it's really important and it adds value to our lives. And if nothing else, I know that we don't need a man, but I, I have always taught my daughter, you know, go to school, get your education. You don't have to go work for anybody, have your own business, but whatever you do, make sure that you can take care of yourself so that you're not dependent right. On that because things don't last. I mean, look at the divorce rate. You know, right, so right. that that was big for that. To me, education allows you all of those privileges, and especially in this day and age, it's just important. So I do yeah. kind of wish. I remember when I first went off to school, I didn't know 
And my parents didn't know what it was going to take for me to go to college. The money that they just gave the money, like, well, we have it here right. to go. You know, but right, you, right. when you talked the other day, um, it, it all it, it also ties into finances. I wasn't taught mm-hmm. about money. I, I was given allowance. I was given uh, my Sunday school money. Um, I took my yeah. Sunday school money one time and went down to the corner store and spent it. I didn't put it in the, in the Sunday school bowl. I took right. it to the corner store and got candy with the rest of the kids. So that whooping just told me that I couldn't do that, but it wasn't, right. there wasn't a principle behind it, you know. So I, I didn't understand a lot of principles of money. I told you about the time where um, when I went off to school and um, I, I wasn't bothering anybody. I promise I yeah. wasn't. I, I was going yeah. to meet up with a friend <laughs> I and, promise I in, the, in, the, in the university center. And I don't remember what we were going to do, but there was these people, there was these guys in the um, university center with tables, and they were, I, I would say, giving out credit cards, you know. So I passed yeah. one guy. I didn't have time, I, you know. But by the time I got to the next table, I said, well, let me just see. Kelly. <laughs> These people were literally just, all you have to do is give them your social security number. I might have left that place with about two or three credit cards. I'm like, is that easy? $300 here, $500. So uh-huh. what, what you think the first thing was I did? Charging. Went by, went by the club. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I didn't know. So I maxed out all my... Girl, then I found out I could get the apartment. I I know I had probably at least six or seven charge cards. I had yeah. them from department stores. Well, either way, it it uh I maxed them all out, and so the bills mm-hmm. I didn't have sense enough not to give them my parents' address, and I had to have a conversation. You know, so I'm like, yeah, I got these charge cards. You see, I wasn't called for money. You know, like I feel like I'm doing it, and so my dad's right. like, listen. I'm going to pay these charge cards off, but what I need you to do is tear them up, you know. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So he did. He paid all my charge cards off. And um, I went back maybe six months later, times got hard, and I had to get some things back up. So that time, he, he didn't feel, again, there was no education piece about money, how charge cards work. He just said, don't get them, you know, which yeah. is really not yeah. good advice to tell, you know. But in the yeah. end, what ended up happening is I ran them up again, and um, I took some friends home for the weekend, and we were getting ready to come out. My dad had gotten a bill that, that installed that I had been running those cars up. So he met me on the stairs, and he said, uh, where are you going? And I told him where I was going, and he says, uh, where are your charge cars at? I said, I, I got them. <laughs> where are they? <laughs> They're right here with me, you know. He stuck his hand out, give him here. Girl, I just thought I was going to have to slip my wrist. I was just devastated. <laughs> and he took my cards, and I was so embarrassed. My friends were behind me, and uh, I told you he, he saw my library card. He said, what's that? And I said, it's, it's my library card. He said, give me that, too. You might try to charge some books up, you know. But right. it was still like no real principle, like how charge cards work, you know. So exactly. that's the thing. Is, I think it's very, very important that we not only to – I had a savings account. That was it. Put money every yeah. time you get paid. Put You put your money in church, your 10% in church. Put this amount in your savings account, and then you use this for spending. That's what I got, you know. Yeah. So that yeah. is a very, very – education and finances – very vital to teach our children yes. investing money management yes. uh putting money aside on ourselves and making sure we have we're not spending our whole checks on the bills and that's it you know we have right. to have our play money so all of that is essential i had to learn the hard way and i can't even really promise you kelly that i have it 100 percent, but i know that i'm not where i used to be you know amen Lord, I know that's right. And when you yeah, were talking so, about um, your your dad, I thought about, uh, you know, my dad when I was younger and I had my little $4 and some change an hour job, you know, mm-hmm. and my dad, he was, he was like, give me, you know, give me $50. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know, because it it was one. I think it was one of those things. If you want to do what you want to do, then you need to give me fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, no, I don't want to do that, you know. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, but I found out later, mm-hmm. you know, he was going to take that money and save it for me. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of goes back yeah. to to what you were saying. You know, it it's it's good to give children information, or it, it's good to tell them you need to do this, or you don't need the credit card. But it helps even more if they understand the reasoning behind it. Right. And what, right. What 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 it does if you charge up your credit card, and I have to apologize to Evan. Because I could be the reason if her mom never co-signed for something. Because I went <laughs> when I went to college, I got a uh, she co-signed for, uh-huh. and she told me don't run it up. And what did uh-huh. I do? I ran it up, and not only did I run it up, I didn't pay it. Yeah, and so that know. left her with the bill. You know, mm-hmm. but it like I said, it's it's one thing, and of course, you know, I didn't I didn't want to put that burden on her but I wasn't thinking about that I was Mm-mm. just thinking I got some money and I can go to the to the and store I can, I can go get some shoes and I can spend it oh, yeah. so it, it's really oh, important to understand show. the reason mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah yeah if I wasn't nothing else baby when I tell you I was so fly I had the Nautica <laughs> and the Tommy Hill baby listen all on my credit yeah. cards, but you are one hundred percent right. And I and yeah. like now again, it, when talk when we're talking about the next generation being better than the last generation, I learned mm-hmm. enough from that now to teach my kids. So both of my kids have a credit card, but it's a gas right. card, and yeah. this is how much you need to make sure that that you spit from this card. This is how much needs to remain on the card if you have issues or you know. Let's talk about right. And for some right. reason, I don't know why, but it seems like our parents' generation, it was almost like, uh, you know, how they used to say, be seen and not heard and grown folk yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Do as I say. Talk to them about finances. Yeah. Ask yeah. them how much yeah. they made if you want to. Daddy, Mama, how much y'all make at work a year? That's a woman. Right. Like, right. You know, <laughs> we don't talk. So they, we have to change change those dynamics with our kids. I don't know that our that our kids need to know everything. So, I mean, everything. age appropriately, we need to still be talking to them, our young people, exactly. our daughters in particular, about money and education. Exactly. Exactly. Did I answer your question? And I, you did. You did. And I do okay. want to point out one more thing before we go on to the next topic. Because um, uh-huh. I know you were talking about, you know, get the education and going to school, but I also understand that education and going to school isn't for everybody, but it is important that you educate yourself, whether you get a book, whether you surround yourself with uh, people who have knowledge and and information and resources that they can share with you um, because it's important for you for our, or I'll say for each of us as as individuals to understand investment, money management, you know, educating ourselves as far as reading a book or reading books or, you know, now they got it on like places where you can That's get true. an education on different topics. And I'm so glad but, you said that because you, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go right ahead. And I was just going to say that that adds value as well. Absolutely oh, it does. Yeah. And I am so glad you brought that up because the other day when we were talking, you remember how we were talking about um, even, you know, if remember we were talking about how even if our parents don't know, because a lot of times that's just what, what it was. They didn't right. know to teach us about finances or education because they did the best they could with what they had, you know. Exactly. So we talked about putting our kids, our young young ladies around other women who do know. And mm-hmm. and I remember um I remember growing up my mom did a, a really good job 
because we were in the church. So, you know, you have all different people and professions and stuff in the church. So she did a really good job putting me around strong women, you know, Mm -hmm. confident Mm -hmm. women and gifted women. You know, people look at me sometimes and say, well, how did you come up with that? Or how did you? It really is not me. It's the people she put me around who taught me and educated me on some of the things that I know how to do, you know. So here I say, if you don't know of finances or you're still learning about finances or you're not educated, you may not have a degree, um, put your daughter around in, in, in programs where she can yes. get that. You're still exposing her to that. I think that is right. so important. Um, and, and here's Amen. the thing. I don't think that going to college defines an education. You right. know, we could get a trade. And like you said, you can educate yourself, just, you know, on anything. But mm-hmm. just having that knowledge, you know, that that is what, what's important. Agreed, agreed. Now, and I know we at, uh, dang, we at 731. Okay. So we're going to okay, go ahead and on. move on to the next okay. topic. Let's move uh, on. Okay. Talking about, <laughs> talking about self-love <laughs> and um, make just making sure we have the things we need to look good, to feel good, to not just physically but mentally and spiritually. So you want to talk about mm-hmm. that a little bit and what self-love means? One of, the, one of the things that I find interesting about self-love is oftentimes, and I can only speak on me for this, mm-hmm. oftentimes mm-hmm. growing up as a young woman, a young wife, mother, all of that, I found myself loving other people. And, yeah. and loving, you know, extending love further than what I would have for myself. Yes. You know, my mother, I would have to say, I think when you're in a a survival mode or you're just trying to get through, um, you're just mm-hmm. trying to survive, I think that, that a lot of times we put ourselves off just so we can get yes. You know, that is so unnecessary, and it it, it does not um, serve a purpose for us. As a matter of fact, I've also learned that we can't be to anybody else more than we are to ourselves. Like, I can't. Right. And I've tried it. I have tried it. Listen. When yep. I first got married, maybe I don't even know how my mother did it. I don't. She must have had a cape on because she, she used to cook Sunday dinners, Kelly, during the week, uh, go to work, mm-hmm. make sure we, honey, listen, I had to say I'm not my mother. I, I'm going to do this a different way. Amen. I didn't, at the end of the day, I didn't have time. I, I made sure the kids were good. I made sure my husband, I didn't have any time for myself. We have to take care mm-hmm. of ourselves first. If yes. that means we yes. stop on the way home and get a bite to eat, take ourselves out, and then go home mm-hmm. and see to the kids, if that means we buy that dress, then feel good about, you know, uh, me time, going to get a massage, right. just being good to ourselves. We are so, we lack that oftentimes, and I think it's because we just weren't taught. We were, you know, just surviving, getting through. And I get that, yeah. but. Downing ourselves, that's another thing I had on the list, like talking, you know, well, I, somebody give you a compliment. Have anybody ever gave you a compliment like, hey, you look good? And you say, yeah, I got this dress from Ross. And uh-huh, $5, uh-huh. It's a little too big. Like, why would you start going? We have to stop that and start admiring our positive traits and focusing right, on things right. that we like about ourselves, you know. So, um. And, and another thing in terms of self-love, Kelly, that I think is important is our mental health. Yeah. Our mental health. Yeah. You know, saying mm-hmm. no confidently and not saying, oh, should I say it? No. You know, going back, double thinking what, what, you, what you said, you know, uh, right. being in a place of peace and maneuvering when our peace isn't threatened. threatened. Mm-hmm. Um, taking care of ourselves spiritually. 
You know, yes. how how is that relationship with yep. God working out? You know, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just trying to touch on everything because I don't want to run out of time. We still got to get to some No, you're stuff, fine. But you're fine. Mm-hmm. Just knowing how to take care of our physical health, like giving, I just, I just started working out. And it was so rough initially. It always is rough just getting into yeah. the routine. But, baby, listen, if I don't get my little 30 minutes to, to an hour, you know, that's mm-hmm. my time that I pay for myself where I can listen to any music. I don't have nobody in the car saying, I'll turn to this station. You know, I can listen to anything. Right. I can be free to my thoughts, my, you know. So, and and I deserve that, you know. Amen. And I feel Amen. better afterwards. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, our emotional intelligence, I, I can admit that uh, <laughs> Evan's over here clapping because, <laughs> Kelly, I'm working with her. So, Tiny, <laughs> listen. I'm really Amen. working with all Evan. But, I mean, I, I when I'm stressed out, I can be very unemotionally in, intelligent, if that's a word. But <laughs> just learning to stay calm in all situations, and we only get that when we are in a good place with ourselves, when we're at peace yeah. with ourselves, you know. That's um, right. So just being emotionally checked and not coming unglued, yeah. you know, yeah. not allowing our emotions to drive us. Uh, being accountable for our mistakes. This is the most important one. I want to just sit right here for one second. Yeah. What's most yep. important about self-love to me is allowing ourselves grace. Allowing yeah. ourselves grace. So often Ooh, we'll forgive yeah. a man. We'll forgive. Mm-hmm. We'll be in a toxic relationship and go right back to that relationship two, three, four, mm-hmm. five, six, seven, eight times, and yep. then. <laughs> We question and won't forgive ourselves for something real silly, you know. We'll take it with us to our grave and beat ourselves up. Why do we do that? I don't know. You know? <laughs> Why do we do that? We have to forgive ourselves, you know, yes. first yes. And, yes. And, and allow ourselves to be human. Um, I, I, I told, I had gotten to a point in my life, Kelly, I said something is going to have to give or it's going to take mm-hmm. me out of here. I said, I want to be able to look in this mirror and like what I see on the other side. In spite of my circumstances, in spite of whatever is going on around me, I want to be able to look. Because I looked in the mirror, couldn't even recognize, who are you? What is going on? You know, we have to practice loving ourselves in all areas of the, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually, all of that. It's important. Amen. Right. You know, and I, I I watched my mother do it. My mother would give mm-hmm. and give and give till she couldn't give anymore. We've had people come stay with us. We've had, yeah. she would have the church people over, be up all weekend cooking dinner, mm-hmm. only for the church people to come over Sunday, eat it all up and leave the dishes. You know? Yeah. yeah. But she just did <laughs> yeah. for everybody else. And I never saw her doing for herself. Yeah. You know, every yeah. once in a while she'll get her hair done. Every once in a while. You know, so we we yeah. have to really be intentional on making sure we tell ourselves how much we love us, and um and our daughters are watching that. That's our right. daughters see that's us. That's right. You know, so we have to. That's us. Te- sometimes teaching our daughters is not verbal. Right. Matter of fact, that's I think example. I might have taught my daughter more. Mm-hmm. I think I've taught my daughter mm-hmm. more just by what she's seen of me. Mm-hmm. You know, how mm-hmm. she see me in in uh, challenging situations. How how did I respond? What did I do? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's important. And I, I'm just going to comment on a few things here because um, these are some really good points. Um, mm-hmm. Like earlier when you were talking about um, admiring our positive traits and not just focusing mm-hmm. on – uh, the things that we don't like about us, because I know with me, mm-hmm. and it, it kind of mm-hmm. goes along with what with what you were saying. Hey, I like your dress. Instead of me saying thank you, well, I appreciate it, but you know, I, I'm getting a little bit too big, so I need to yeah. do such and such and such <laughs> and such. And so I, it's like I've tried yeah. to. I, I'm trying to teach myself just say thank you, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and yeah. I, I'm yeah. conscious. And trying to be intentional 
about it uh-huh. because I, that's what I look at. Oh, I don't do this, mm-hmm. or I'm, I need to do better over there, or I need to, you yep. know. And mm-hmm. and I, I like you said, I don't know what that is, but I, I'm mm-hmm. trying to get over it. And then um, there was something else. Oh, when you were talking about um, the the spiritual. And um, you mm-hmm. know the spiritual, the mental, and I was, and you hit on it. But I was thinking about teaching teaching the children and your daughters when they're young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought about that scripture. He said, "Train them up in the way they should go." And, and it's like just teaching them and just teach them how to take care of themselves spiritually, mentally, mm-hmm. and physically. And I know that I have started. Uh, as a matter of fact, I need to schedule my monthly massage, <laughs> but I've started trying to go get a massage once a month. I uh, get my awesome. nails done every other week, mm-hmm. you know, get my mm-hmm. hair done. I don't go as often because I end up doing my own, but, you know, mm-hmm. do that. And then sometimes I'll just go maybe grab something to eat and just sit out in the parking lot or I might sit in a restaurant, you know, mm-hmm. just to take take a breather take some time for myself and Mm -hmm. um, also when you were talking about uh, looking in the mirror and liking the person on the other side uh, in spite spite of what you're going through and I think it's important to even if nobody else is encouraging uh, you or or, you know motivating us we have Mm -hmm. to always encourage ourselves I think that is so and important. That is I mean, so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I mean, it reminds really me of practice. Mhm. No, go ahead. I think we go have ahead. a delay. We have a delay on the phone, so it's not like so. I'm yeah. interrupting you. But audience, I promise I'm not. I'm not interrupting <laughs> Kelly. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to finish your point. Well, and I was. I just thought about that song uh, by Mary J. Blige. Good morning, gorgeous. And it's oh, like yeah. sometimes you just got to tell yourself, you know, come yeah, on, come on now. I know it hurts, mm-hmm. but let's let's get going. You know, you are right. Yeah. It'll be okay. Just just kind of motivating yeah. yourself. But go right ahead. Yes. What uh-huh. I was just going to add to your point is, I've learned, and I I just wish I had this earlier. It would have saved me a lot of stress and and you know. The more I love my, the more I mm-hmm. hone in on me and being happy with who I am, the qualities that God gave me, and being confident mm-hmm. in that person, the less I need affirmation, permission, yeah. uh, all, yeah. whatever it is, well, the less I need it. I don't need right. other people so much their approval. I've always been, when growing up in school, I was always like the fun girl. Like, if you want to have fun, go with Lita, you know. And <laughs> right. I, I always remember, like, be thinking, oh, these people don't like I have 50 people over here, Kelly, that like me. But then it'll be this <laughs> one over here that want to fight uh-huh. me. And that's the one I'm honing in on. You know, why don't you like me, you know? Uh-huh, but the more uh-huh. I love myself and I give my own self permission to say, hey, you're not for everybody, yeah. baby. You know, who do you that's and right. love and appreciate the people who are around you. And I, I'm telling right. you, that just has knocked off so much stress and double thinking or, you know, it's it's just, I, my, I believe my quality of life is better. I really Amen. Do. Amen. I have to mention from, and you know, I love it. Right, right. Well, and so that is going to kind of lead me into the next topic, which is relationships. And I was Hold looking on, at that first. Okay. <laughs> I'm just playing. She's over here laughing. Go ahead. So, <laughs> because. It's uh, one of the first points you made was you're only going to be as good for someone else as you are to yourself. That's right. And that is going along with what we just talked about, which is that Mm self-love. So you want to hit, uh, Mm -hmm. talk about that a little bit. I mean, we get the rejection and things like that. And, and, and I'm guilty of that myself. You, yeah. you know, get rejected, and it's like, well, what's wrong with me? 
and why mm-hmm. this? I mean, and, and it's not, well, since we're talking about relationships, I'll just stick with that because I was going to say it's not just relationships. It might be even a job. Well, why I, I mm-hmm. qualify, you know, but we yeah. look at that in yeah. relationships. I qualify. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm just oh, as good as, this, uh, as she is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But go ahead. I asked I you to talk on it. I kept talking. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. Um, I, do you do you do questions like if people want to call in for questions? Because I don't want to take up that time. No, go right ahead. Are I didn't okay? do an oh, open okay. line. Okay. I mean, okay. if Evan, if I know Evan's there, so if she has a question, she is more than welcome. Uh, but I didn't She's do the open her line. Head, no. <laughs> She's shaking her head no, but so for this, for the relationship part of things, mm-hmm. um, things that I wish my mother told me, which growing up, it was like, your friends is your friends, my friends is my friends, but I'm not your friend. She made it very clear to me that she yeah. was not my friend, That's my, you know, mm-hmm. but we didn't have conversation. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say that. We did talk about, but one of the things that I think is important is my cutoff game is tight like i could cut somebody off and be like now who 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 are you referencing you know i'm not gonna lie to you but the older i've gotten the more i value my friendships and my relationships and so i look i I think what is really important uh, for me in terms of relationships is um not walking away so fast but knowing when to hold them and knowing when to fold them you know, that's right. And I'm, that's I, right. I always give the analogy to when I talk to young girls or my daughter, or whoever. I view my life as a theater, okay. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I'm the stage. I'm on the stage. So the way that it works is, um, I have the people who are my closest interest circle right there in my front row. These people are clapping and supporting and encouraging me, and I can pretty much go to any of them and with you know. But then when those Jokers go less, they get to go further back in the in the theater. It doesn't yeah. mean I cut them off because normally that's what right. I would do. I won't. <laughs> I'll just push them a little further back, and we move a little different now. You don't have front yeah. row seats no more, and it's okay. I still right. love you, you know. And right. and that is when that is when the when the trust has been broken, and until I can trust you again. I'm not going to cut you off, but I'm just going right. to move a little different with you. You got to go back a little bit, you know. Right, right, um, right. So, and, and I tell my daughter that, you know, you don't have to cut people off so much. If there's value and the relationship brings value, you just move mm-hmm. different. Now, in reference mm-hmm. to a man, um, mm-hmm. We're gonna to have to come back for another show for that one, Kelly. That's that's heavy when <laughs> we're talking about. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's just so much we could we could say to that, but yeah, um, yeah. Like we talked about earlier, you can't be everything to everybody. Uh, I'm, yeah. One thing I'll say about a re- no, I don't even want to say that. Um, how to have a failed relationship? How does it look recovering? from a failed relationship? How does it look letting go or accepting yeah. that the relationship failed and not allowing right. those failures uh, to define who we are? Sometimes we define right. ourselves through our relationship. Oh, he's a preacher mm-hmm. or he's mm-hmm. a, he's an engineer and he makes a lot of money. And if I leave him, what am yeah. I, you know, you yeah. know, yeah. So learn how to walk away from a relationship when it does not serve you. And and let me just say right. real quick, I, I'm not saying everybody gets to stay in the theater either. Sometimes people right. got to go through the exit door on the side, and it's okay. But learning yep. to be okay when they when they have to leave through the exit doors. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn that's that. That's my take on it in, in two minutes. Yeah, go ahead. I want to, yeah. I want to yeah. hear your your opinion. No, and that's fine. Uh, it's it's that's something that I had to learn. Everybody mm-hmm. is not meant to stay, and you know you you mm-hmm. hear these little and, and read these little quotes and and memes and things uh, that's posted on Facebook or wherever. And but it's true. There there yeah, are seasons yeah. that people are going to be in your life, but mm-hmm. everybody is not meant to stay. And I had mm-hmm. to learn 
to be okay with that, you know, yes, because when, when I would see people leave or, you know, it's like, well, what, well, why, well, what did I do? Well, I mean, why, how can you just walk off and not um, tell me, you know, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. And well, was I not it, worth it? it, it Exactly. It's like, did you not value that? It's like, that just kind of lets me know you really didn't value our friendship or our relationship mm-hmm. or whatever it was. And right. I, I I would soak in that and I would think about that. And it was like on my mind, on my mind, well, what, well, what, what do I need to do? And mm-hmm. after a bit, I'm like, Lord, <laughs> it's too heavy. I done made it too heavy. <laughs> yeah, so gotta let it go. can you please help me to just let this go? And mm-hmm. I, I learned that when I just let it go, I was okay. And it's you like, right. and it's okay. And when I see, okay, well, that okay. Well, that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. Because I, I think the, the other thing is when uh, we see, you know, relationships aren't working. Um, mm-hmm. being mindful and remembering that's not the only person in this world. Nope. There's other people in this world. There's millions and millions of people that are in this world. I know that one relationship, your feelings are hurt my feelings right now, but that's not the only mm-hmm. person. And that's one of those things that I kind of uh, got in my mind also. Yeah. You know, so, so Kelly, like what it, you do okay. is you think about what what you do is you think about what did you do before that person? Okay? Right. And then you go back right. to doing that. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you move on. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I saw I saw something the other day. It said uh it said I would rather have two quarters than a hundred pennies. Yep. And you can take that to the bank. Amen. Amen. I'd rather have two quarters than a hundred pennies. I'd rather have mm-hmm. two very good, valuable, genuine relationships than a whole bunch that don't equal up to amount of whatever. Beans. <laughs> Illa beans. Yeah, right. beans. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know what? Our, I was going to say our last topic, um, and if we – I think if we go over just a few minutes, it's okay. Um, But when we were talking about the seasons, and there are seasons when people are in your life, but that our next topic is on life changes. Mm -hmm. And the different seasons, you know, you got your winter, summer, spring, fall, but it's learning how to cope when things are going well and then when things are not going that well. Oh and, and learning how to embrace each season with grace. Mm-hmm. So you want to talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit? Okay. For some reason, that reminds me of what Paul said in the Bible. And I'm trying to look it up real real quick. Um, he says, I've had a lot and I've had very little. You know, Philippians I don't 4. Remember how... mm-hmm. Is that uh, Philippians what, 4? I learned how to I be a... Yes, yes. Go ahead. No, I'm I was just going to say I've learned how to be abased and I'm, I've learned how to abound everywhere and in right all there. things. Yep, yep. Bible scholar, come on with it, Kelly. Come on with <laughs> it. That's what I'm saying. But no, what I, what I was getting ready to say is when he, when he says, either way, I'm good. Either way, I'm good, whether I have a lot or whether I have a little, learning to be okay either way. You you do, that is something I don't know that, I don't know that that's something that can be taught, you know, Um, but I know it was hard for me initially, especially when when the money started going low. You know, I'm looking Mm -hmm. crazy Mm -hmm. because I'm like, you know, I was, I'm used to having something, you know, so. Learning how to be okay when you have it, learning how to be okay when you don't have is so important. Right. It goes back to that emotional intelligence, too, I think. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, even, like, going from – we have lived from being single to married and, uh, right. you know, balancing things when when 
you have go from not having kids to having kids, you know. Yeah. Um, I put on here depression and postpartum. Those are all things that I don't think as, I don't know if it's our culture or what, but we don't discuss. You know, it's almost cliche to talk about how to get through a divorce. You know, what does that look like? Do I still go to church and and smile through it like Mm -hmm. everything is okay? Or or can I be vulnerable at church and people still love me through it and not pick a side and try to make me feel ostracized or whatever? You know, but I think it's very important um, to to teach early that things happen. And things could be going along just fine, and in a matter of seconds, things can go left. What do you do? Yeah. You know? That's right. That's right. Menopause, menstrual cycles, those are all things that I don't know if it's our, like, again, like I said, I don't know if it's our culture or if it's just, you know, just women we don't like talking about. But I think it's time to start talking to our young girls, uh, especially in this day and age, about how to deal during these life changes. It's great that you're married, but in the event that something goes left, how does that look? Right. You know? Right. Right. Because, of course, you're not, when you get married, you're not looking to get a divorce. But like you said earlier, the divorce rate is high. Um, and mm-hmm. even if it's just a relationship, what if he leaves, yeah. you know, or vice versa? What if, what if she leaves, you know, yeah. um, what, what are you, what are you going to do? Uh, which I know we're yeah. talking about women now, but, uh, mm-hmm. I like when you said life will not always go as planned mm-hmm. and we, mm-hmm. we don't always have control over how things play out. Mhm. You know, so and that's why I think what, it's important that our do? spiritual life. I think mm-hmm. it's important that our spiritual life is intact because when we have that connection and that grounding uh, to God, uh, Amen. We it's a little easier to maneuver through life when things change uh, right. versus coming unglued. You know. Right. Right. So and uh, I think that's another very point important. you made. I'm sorry. Um, Another point you made with when when there are life changes, say if you you know you have and then all of a sudden you don't have, mm-hmm. don't don't wait on anything to be given to you. That's right. We that's right. Got to get out there and and make and it happen it. because it's not going to come. Right. I mean, we might be sitting in the house all day waiting for some the mailman to knock on the mm-hmm. door. Or for somebody to call us, hey, you want a job? Nope, you, mm-hmm. you got to get out there. I mean, life mm-hmm. happens. It's like, mm-hmm. it's okay. Take that time to have that, that little pity party. That's okay. That's right. But don't stay and get there. Up. Mm-hmm. And get on up. My mom and, used and, to say, I would say my mother used to say, anything worth having is worth working mm-hmm. for. So if yes. you want it, you got to work for it. It's not going to just That's happen right. for you, you know. And That's that was right. probably a very good lesson that she taught because our, our life will teach you, if you don't take heed, life will teach you that nothing comes for free. You have to work for it, you know. So, right. So, I mean, that can really close us out right there in itself, Kelly, because Amen. you have to work for relationships. You have to work yep. to display self-love, education, finances, all of those things, if you want to be a better person, if you want to be a good mother, if you want to mm-hmm. instill good things in your children, you have mm-hmm. to work. It does not come easy. Amen. You know? Amen. And with that, I I definitely appreciate the conversation today. Uh, a lot Thank of the you. things that we talked about, you know, it, mothers, if you're out there, you're listening, you know, yeah, this is this is our opinion, but I, I believe this is this is also some good advice. You heard it from mm-hmm. a mother. You also heard it from a single a single woman. You know, mm-hmm. a, a mother, a, actually a mother and a wife, um, mm-hmm. and and a single woman. So oh, yeah. um, teach teach your teach your daughters these things. Um, teach your children uh, these mm-hmm. things that we talked about. Uh, tonight and, and 
and let them hear it from a mom's perspective. Um, oh, yeah. Now, my goal, hopefully, in the future, brothers, men, if you're out there listening, I want to have a couple of men, a couple of brothers on the show to talk about this same topic, but mm-hmm. I want to hear from their perspective, and I want them to share the things that they wish their fathers had taught them. I think oh, it's important. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's important because if if one man is feeling that way, then you can guarantee that there are other men that are feeling the same way. Mm-hmm. So, again, mm-hmm. I want to thank you, Alita, for being here tonight. I want to thank Absolutely. those in our audience, uh, our listening audience. Um, I, I hope that something that was said this evening will uh, be beneficial to you, that it will cause you to kind of think on your ways and consider what, what you've, you know, even taught your children. Uh, I want to thank uh, also Brother Stevie for giving us this platform so we could have another, uh, I think, important conversation. And with that mm-hmm. being said, I look forward to talking to everyone next month. Have a great evening, and I'll turn it over to Brother Stevie. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, this is Genesis Archer, and you're listening to A Talk With My Sister on What A Word From The Lord Radio Show. You're listening to What A Word From The Lord Radio Show. It ain't easy. No. Sometimes it gets hard down here, Lord. Sometimes it gets rough. So rough, so rough. Sometimes it gets tough for me. Has anybody been lonely all by yourself? Has anybody been sad, broken hearted and sad? Have you even been dead? Oh, you had to cry all night long.
from the Lord Radio Show.